Be transformed. Turn into a better version of yourself, the highest version of yourself. You could be so much stronger than this. You could be better than you are today. You could be the highest version you've never reached. I want you to look in the mirror and challenge that man in the mirror because you can lie to everybody in the world, but you can't lie to that mirror. You are now tuned in to the Decisive Point Podcast, where influence meets intellect, the keys to unlocking your full potential. Here's your host, Jeffrey Delgado. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carlin, you ready? I'm ready. Ezra, you ready? Yes, sir. Jared, you ready? Of course. Hey, I want to first uh, thank all of you guys. I always use this little intro music because I think it just looks cool, but let's turn it off. So, uh, <laughs> like, small bit cheesy, but hey. Hey, man, just let it go. We're trying to, this is meant to help develop, develop people. So let's enjoy music. It makes us feel better, okay? So today I have some amazing people here in studio and I'm gonna introduce them uh, one by one. The first one to my left is uh, Ezra John. Now Ezra is one of the agents here at iLeverage, but she also is an entrepreneur. She does, um, I think it's called breath work. When I first heard that, I thought it was like brushing people's teeth kind of a thing, but then I realized it was more <laughs> like a, a breathing uh, technique. Is that right? So it's a breath work, yes. right? She's an entrepreneur. So Ezra, so I wanna say hi. Hi, Jeff. Good. Well, it's good to have you here, Ezra. Thank you for having me. Next uh, beautiful Ezra is uh, Jared. Jared's here. You guys heard Jared in a couple podcasts already. He's just addicted to being on the podcast. He, he just loves it. But he's also a very successful businessman in his own right. He's an entrepreneur as well, one of our agents here at iLeverage. And just excited to have him here. You want to say hello? Hey, how's Jared? everyone going? You sound very dry. Are you okay? I'm sorry. You don't want to be here? No, uh, no. Yeah, I'm excited no, you, to be you, here. You sounded excited earlier. Long-time listener. Oh, uh, I, I guess. Well, thank you, Jared, for being here. And then to my right is Carlin Ocampo. Carlin has been a friend of mine uh, for she's over 20 years now, or maybe hit 20 years anniversary. She's also an entrepreneur. Um, I know her as a singer. And she also, um, amazing singer, by the way, uh, Jared. And she also is a mother of uh, three kids. I thought it was five, but it's three. And it feels um, like five. It feels like five. <laughs> and she does, uh, she's an entrepreneur. She's also a huge help. She does all of our communications here at, at iLeverage. So I just wanted to get them all together. I had a couple questions for them. Do you guys want to all say hi? You want to say hi, Carlin? Hello. Get a little closer Hello, to the mic so we can hear you. Hello, everyone. Carlin here. Okay, great. So do you guys maybe want to say a couple things by yourself or just say hello to everybody and I could move on to the question. We could just kind of move. What do you guys think? We can move. You guys yeah. want to move? Yeah. You guys falling asleep or we, we just started? No, not yeah. at all. All right, let's, let's get it. It's a hot it. day. We're it's a hot day. day. Yeah. We're good. Okay, great. So today's question in iLeverage in our company over the last five years five years okay women have been leading in production and overall production in my company and in our company iLeverage the insurance agency for the last five years women have been the top producers in the company and uh, I'd like to ask your opinion on why do you think it's been that way over the last five years? Why do you think over the last five years, women are out producing the men? At least in, I can't speak for other people's companies. I can just speak for ours. So in our company, why are women leading? What do you guys think? I want some clarifying questions to that first. What's the ratio of men to women as far <laughs> well, as- Well, if I did if I did the exact even numbers, top Good five question. versus the top five, okay. the women, the top five women would beat the top five men. Let's Got just it. put it that way. Okay, okay? that's fair. And it's not, by, it's not by a close margin. It would be, a, it'd almost be a lap. So the question would be, why are they leading so much? I have my own reasons, but I would like to hear from you guys. Hmm. Well, personally, coming into working with iLeverage, I thought the life insurance industry was really complex. 
hmm. that there was so many things to really digest. And I had my own self-doubts, right, of like, can I study this? Am I going to get this ingrained? But then being around everyone who, who is a part of iLeverage and seeing how we input all the stuff to get illustrations, I'm like, wow, this is just plug and play. Gotcha. Right? Copy, paste, repeat. So right. you're saying it's easy. That's why women are being. Yeah, and I think I think <laughs> in terms of like coming into something and learning a new industry, right? I come from breathwork facilitation. There's not really that much paperwork, but just RSVPs, payments, and that's fine. But I was thinking there's more to life insurance, where it gets so technical that if you don't know all the information, then you're not going anywhere. But with iLeverage, I realized even if you don't have the information right then and there you can leverage yourself by going to the peers your mentors your partners in the office and so i think that's that's that actually helps empower women to want to be productive in that sort so because she has support she thinks that women take more advantage of the support that men wouldn't take advantage of i was going to lean to that yeah i think that's a really fantastic point i think women might have a more willingness to ask for help where men could be a little bit more prideful and want to figure it out Mm. on their own like the old age they can't ask for directions situation (laughs) yeah absolutely that's a good point i mean a good point speaking for myself i mean when i came in i learn the, f- the fundamentals, and then I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it on my own. Uh, and then just recently, I began to start asking for more help, and I think that is actually the game changer. You that's think so? Like, I, I, that's a very successful. valid point. What do you think, Carlin? I think, I think just in general, women are more um, information gatherers. Like, we love to talk it out. We like to get to know somebody before any transaction's made. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I feel like that in itself creates more trust and it's not you're not you're not really trying to get over this hump of talking to your client and getting them to you know open up their story and whatever it is they need from you because innately that just happens when we're women and getting to know with someone else i agree i i feel my opinion women are more organized that's one for me i think they're just more organized and when a woman says they're going to do something in ratio to what i hear from men women mean it Men just talk. It makes sense that they're saying they're going to do it. And I just say, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. This is going to be the month and all that. And then the woman will just go do it. They didn't even have to say it. Yes. But that's the, to me, that's a big difference that women are, at least the women in our company, are following through after they say they're going to do it, where a guy will say it and he won't follow through as much as, say, a, a woman might. And I'm just saying that in my experience, um, I think they're also more, I don't know, I don't want to say they're more committed. I would just say they seem to be more driven towards a goal when they want it. They just will just tunnel vision. That's just what I see from the, at least the women in our company, they're very tunnel vision and they just go after it. Where I do see a lot of guys laid back, they chill, they want to hang out a little bit more. It's a little bit different as a guy. And I can say that as a man because I know how I am and I know how I hang around some of the guys here at the company. So I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Do you guys feel similar or anything challenge that? You also have to think about with women, we observe a lot before we commit to something. We're like, we weigh it out. We we want to make sure that when we start, it's it's not so much of like, 
of any 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 obstacle that we see we want to make sure we've hit that first internally and then we go running whereas men are like sample this sample that go here go there okay what mm-hmm. sticks they're just throwing stuff at the wall and hoping it sticks wow <laughs> and then <laughs> gets the highest score. what's my hobby right. oh let's make that it no 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 but women really were like if i'm gonna commit to this let me do my research let me see if i can actually go into this and that's why i think it takes us a bit to get started and sign on, but once we do, we hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. And whereas men, I, I mean, not in, not all, like I can't say that for all, but just in yeah, general, right? Not. Just in general, it feels like they're more like, all right, let's get started. I'm down for whatever. Like, yeah, sure, you're doing that. Yeah, I'll do it too. But women are not like that. We're like a little more kind of going blindsided. Yeah. 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 Are you yeah. implying we're just a little bit more impulsive and we learn about it, like it, and just jump into it? I think it's the competitive nature because men are usually competitive with other men. As for women, we see it as ourself, as like my competition was who I was yesterday. That, yeah, and, and, and just- I see it like that for me too. I, I, I mean, was come on, agree. I, not, I, well. I agree with that 100%. I mean, maybe she's saying that women are more committed to that. But also we- like, I don't know, maybe, maybe in just my experience, we don't, women don't like to stay what they're doing until they're fully immersed in it. Like, yeah. if I'm planning something and I'm well, learning she something, says, yeah. Yeah. like, if wow. I'm like, if I haven't even, if I haven't <laughs> got my license up. yet, if I haven't got certified yet, no one knows that I'm actually studying that until it's done. Because what mm. if I don't finish it? Then I have to tell everybody, oh, yeah, never mind. I changed my mind. I you know? Almost got the impression that you say that women hustle in silence and men are a little bit more vocal about what they're doing. Oh, 100%. That- That's what she said. Discipline in silence. Okay. So we hustle Do, you Do you agree? I think probably on a broader perspective, yeah. I think you're probably correct. Men like to n- let people know what they're doing. Totally. Right. Uh, of course, there are the, the outliers, exceptions that will... I know I like telling people what I'm doing. That's for dang sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. I agree with that 100. percent Yeah, like she'll be like a secret agent, I think, and then just bust out and kill you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I'll let you know I'm going to kill you. You know, <laughs> and they'll just beat you. No, it happens in business. I guys will tell each other I'm going to get you. This is going to be the month, and the woman doesn't say a single thing in the back. And at the end of the month, it was the woman who beat you. So then, Silent do you think then that yeah. men might be com- competing with the other male agents more so than they are competing with the female agents? Maybe that's a good point. What do you guys think? Status, you, title. Ego. Yeah. You know, just beat the men. I want to beat them all. I'll kill them. <laughs> yeah, they have no chance. You know, that's so funny. You don't really meet a lot of women who are like huff and puff in your face. They're not. Yeah. Just, you just, just don't. I, like, I, I, oh, what? Oh, you want to join me? No, you'll never hear Well, I that. mean, okay, this may get a you'll whole... You'll never d- hear that from a woman. Like, you guys may disagree with this 100%, but that not that the nature of a feminine that they're not going to get in your face? I mean, isn't that the nature of feminine, you know, being feminine? A masculine would be more like, yeah, it's me, what's up? Right? <laughs> and a female would be like, oh, it's okay, I'll, you know, I'll be all right, I'll just do it later. I mean, isn't that the nature of men and women or masculine and feminine? It's kind of like I see it as like... Let's say you're hungry. Most men are like, I want to eat. They're going to find something to eat. Whatever Whereas it women, is. women, it's like, I want to eat, but I want to eat this. Okay, what do I need to do to get that dish? Are you telling goal? me that if you're starving and I put a burger in front of you, you're not going to eat it because you just that's not on your diet? No, not diet. I think it's just like. I would tear that up. No, we just know what we want. Just, you would, would, very, let me, would you eat it? Or if you're hungry, are you going to eat it? Well, don't tell me about burgers. I won't eat any burger. I just have fries. Absolutely. Just make sure. I want to make sure. I think it's more of a concept of like, you know, men are hunters, right? Mm. Women are gatherers. And so when we have a goal, we want to gather like 
you know, Carlin said, we want to gather all the information and produce that. And for, I think, women, they're naturally homemakers in their feminine side. So Ooh. we want to make sure there's no loopholes. There's no things that are going to fall between the cracks. Right. You're going to say you're going to make some steak. How is that steak going to be, be made? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I have a fire. And you know what else, too, I think? <laughs> right, I what I've noticed Medium, like, medium rare? <laughs> yeah. I, and I don't know if it's... I don't think the word is impulsive with men. I think the, the word... Like, for example, when I help with, you know, my son's school or his his BMX team or something, I want to make sure I have all the information before I send out a text message. Like, I'm not just going to go, hey, blah, and then have one piece of information, then the next day send some other information. Like, I want to make sure that everything I say is in, like, one order and then send that out. And I feel like that's kind of the same when there's business to be submitted. Like, it's like, okay, here's here's this. Is it closed? Is it and then, and then stack that and then present it to whoever I need to present to versus little bits and pieces that may not even close. Do you know what I mean? That's just so much. It makes me sleepy. It's, it's like, it's like, that's just way more than I can handle. It's just way more to do. It's weird because like, what if it doesn't close? What if this person doesn't? Okay. I'll do it again. You say that it's more. That's just way more than I could, than I could. For me, when you don't, in a sense, you don't make mistakes. You don't have to deal with all the cleanup. Yes. Who wants to go back and repeat something when you can just go to the next thing, the next wow. challenge? Because you already too. completed it. That too. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely not it, that. It sounds like you're implying that men are more prone to make mistakes as well. I'm it, a little bit offended in this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you not don't want to. Egos. You it's okay. Wanna, and you also don't want to confuse anybody with the wrong information, right? Mm-hmm. So if you got to make sure that everything is in line before you present it. That's what I'm, that's what I mean. I, okay, I, I got you. Now, what about this? on the feminine side, but... Sure, hey. that's a definite. <laughs> so let me ask you this. In, in the world that I was brought up in, uh, personal development was big. That means being better than I was yesterday was always a kind of a mantra that I wanted to live by. Do women and men see personal development the same? Um, I'll say for a man, personal development had a lot to do with status of where I was in business. I know that sounds pretty superficial, but when you're growing and trying to build a company, you base your success, if you will, based on the progression of your business and how you're growing and how you're developing others. So personal development me, to me was business related. And so that also had, you know, focusing on my health and, and my spiritual walk with God and, and having a better relationship with my family and being very close to my wife and trying to be congruent is, is very difficult, if not impossible, in my opinion. But is personal development the same for women? Do women see personal development as an important part of their life? As much as say, I know a lot of men always talk about personal development. It's a big deal. Well, I want to chime in on the no, personal development. I can say that right here and now. No. no. Yeah. It's not women a big deal. Though. It's no, not it's a big not deal. It's not the first. It's not a big deal to you or not a big deal to women. It's not the first thing. In fact, I could go, I've gone years without personal, like pregnant. I've been pregnant two years in a row. Like pers- you have no personal development there. You, you have to, you have to, uh, everybody else. Is, what, what do you mean? You're having a baby. Mom, so there's no personal development. Aren't I'm you? saying it wasn't like I was able to start read a my book. Career. Yeah. I was read trying to keep two <laughs> people alive. <laughs> I was trying to keep ready, but you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're trying to keep two people alive while you're growing another person. It's just like, there's a lot of things in there that you, you as a whole woman get put on the back burner and everybody else's needs are met before yours. And mm. it's not something that we go, Oh my God, nobody's doing this for me. It's just not personal growth is not a uh, priority. It's yeah. And you know, on the basic needs of things, that's your hierarchy of values yeah, in a uh, sense. Yeah. yeah. And that's not the first thing. You sure. feel the same way, Ezra? Um, 
I I kind of can't relate because I don't have children, you know, in that terms of having a family. But I come in here with I leverage, and I say personal development is really. I can say I'm a very emotional person. Same. And so to come into a really strict foundation that's consistent challenges me to to kind of like, okay, things don't go your way. You're not just going to rant and roll like a crybaby and like, ah, wow. woe is me. Do you think this so you is- come in and you're just like, you know what? I, I have to keep my composure. And this is an industry here. If I'm like this here in my work environment, in my career, that, like you said, your your career kind of reflected in how you were in the other aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. And so if I see that as a weakness for just myself outside, I would want to challenge myself to put myself in a situation where I come in and I'm being challenged those ways in a career. Gotcha. I think that's, uh, I mean, personal development is a very broad term, right? Is, are you talking about your physical personal development, your status in life? Overall, just personal development, Uh, just being better than you were yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. I, I saw this quote one day and I don't know if it was a real quote by any substantial person whatsoever, but it was champions never sleep until they're better than the day before. And that's something that I kind of live by. So whether it's in the gym, always getting stronger, faster, um, and business is growing, taking the the necessary steps forward and never taking a step back. Well, I agree. I I could see based on the way Jared is explaining personal development. I relate to that. I relate to the, uh, you know, the masculine side of mm-hmm. going to the gym and champions don't say that. You right, know, I'm a champion. Right. I'm a lion or I'm a rhino. Right. So I understand that concept. But hearing it from a woman's perspective, according to Carlin, it's not at the same level of priority or her value. Mm-hmm. Personal development is at first. She's saying that it's more of giving to my family, giving to people I love is more important than me developing myself. I tend to believe she could still develop herself. Now, am I being wrong to say that she can't develop herself while she's providing and being now, a good mother to her family? Like, if I could take myself out of being a mother, uh, then then maybe I could have a different answer. But I think personal development, just in general, is the development of my kids. Like, I feel like I'm sure. building my family. That's I'm a good point. Them Absolutely. Grow up. So maybe that is my version of personal development. That's a valid now. point. Yeah. But if I were to take myself out and say, this is me before kids, I think my personal development, I, I would say learning um, kind of every job that I had, it was more like, how can I, how can I do better for sure? If no mm-hmm. one else is relying on you, you know, no one else is, you're not responsible for anyone else than yourself, then sure, your personal development can be great. You could go work out, you could go, you know, um, sustain the things that you need to pay your bills, things like that. But right here, right now, I think, and overall, the women in our company, most of them have families. And I feel like when everything else is cohesive, their family's taken care of, this is taken care of, then they can strive in their business because they're not going to drop this to get this started. I, I can actually agree with that. Do you I, know I, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, okay, so, let me ask you guys this. This is a good question, I think. I think it is. We'll see. I'm a father. I also have kids. That but I, hold on, sorry. Let me well, I got to say quick. this, okay? <laughs> don't sorry, don't mess up my rhythm. Right. <laughs> right. But I, you, I wanted to close it by okay, saying... Okay, close it. I wanted to close it by saying, like, if all of that is good, then clearly she has organizational skills that have met, been met to get her family going. Yeah. And True. that's why they're successful in the business Makes already. Because yeah. all of the things are in a row, right? It's Great not point. chaotic. Great point. Okay. Where Thank I was going to go before. Thank you for point. letting me close my point down. Yeah, what, <laughs> what, what I was going to say was, as a father, um, I tend to look at my my kids as I'm trying to develop them as my daughter um, going to college and becoming a successful person in her own right. Mm. But is it possible 
that eventually my daughter's going to get into her 40s and 50s, and she's going to be on her own. And uh, I'm going to be aging. Let's not, let's not <laughs> qualify where I'll, how old I'll be. But then it's going to be left to me and my wife and what we developed ourselves now that the kids are gone mm-hmm. and we're at this point of our life where, okay, now what do you got? And I've seen, and, and I'm not just saying this in a, in a wrong way, I've seen people commit everything to their kids, which I totally believe that. As you know, I'm a father mm-hmm. who loves my kids. But is also the sacrifice of pursuing my dreams and goals is something, I, this is my life also, that I'm trying to develop into my own progression as a human being, that I believe that as, as a man, there's purpose in my life. There's something greater than, yes, I believe raising a family is definitely a priority in my life, but there's also other goals and objectives as a man that I'm pursuing. And I would hate to get to a point in my life where, and I've seen this before, where everything was invested in, say, this one area of your life, say your kids. And by the time the kids get to a certain age and they're off and gone, you are now lost. And who am I? Who am I? I don't don't have any more games to attend. I don't have any more um, things to attend that my kids are cheerleading or my kids are in football or my kids are in basketball or my kids are riding BMX like Harlan's. (laughs) I don't have that anymore. So then what's next? It would be, what am I doing? And so am I wrong to feel that way? I mean, I'm, I'm open to the suggestion that it could be slightly selfish, what I'm saying, but is it possible that there's a part of me that says, hey, this is a life that I get one life. God gave me a life. This is my life. I want to maximize my life. I want to have a child and I want to develop her as a leader. My mother and father passed away when I was young. My mother died when I was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a mother raising me and, and keeping me around. So at that point, it was me having to figure it out when I was only 10. Yeah. Right. So I looked at it from a perspective. Well, I gave my daughter. She's 25 years old now. She's got a lot from me. I mean, what more can I do? So now it's time to focus on, okay, the development of my business and who I am. Am I wrong to feel that way or do you guys agree? No, you don't. You're not wrong for feeling that way because, you know, you know that you are still an individual. Yes. You know, um, with my own dreams, right? Yeah. Own dreams. And like you said, a lot of people get so caught up that they don't know themselves anymore. And that's actually deteriorating from like personal development. Sure. You can be developing another person like a teacher. That's mm-hmm. got to be professor. terrifying to get to that point in your life and realize like you don't even know who you are anymore. I don't think you're selfish for wanting those things. Well, um, you don't have any kids, though. I don't, no. But I, I did. mean, I had a mental breakdown after each kid, so I feel like it's, it's just a different thing when you're a parent. Like, you just, you have ups and downs. You're like, yeah. I got it all together yeah, I, today. Yeah, I and think when you have a kid, right. the, the, the world the becomes your kids. Your so, kids become your major priority. Yeah, I don't have kids, but I, God, I hope my mother doesn't listen to us, but I see it in my mom. <laughs> Uh, all me and my brothers are all grown. We're adults now, hmm. but she wants grandchildren. God, no, <laughs> uh, probably, but I don't know if I'm the right one to be talked to about on that one, but no, I <laughs> think it's, it's now all she knows is it's just her work. Now that her kids are grown, I'm not sure she knows what her identity in the world is other right. than being a mother and an employee of a company. Right. Yes. And that scares me a little bit. Cause then I can continue to wonder, you know, as I get older, if I ever get a family and, you know, start segueing a little bit more and I'm not readily available, then what is she going to do or what is she going to want? It's generational too. Is it? Yeah. Because you, it, it's generational in a sense that they they were just like, go to work, go home, go to work, go home. And that's just the structure they're comfortable yeah. with. They didn't want to take any risks. Yeah. Right. You know. But you need people, you need people to be that way in this country as well that are going to be committed to a company and, and stay at a company and love what they do. It Not everyone could be this like a, 
entrepreneur and you know right. everybody not everybody life. could live like that i mean i i know you we talk about it that individual freedom or whatever and they should be able to quit their job and go mm-hmm. on their own but unfortunately mm-hmm. there's going to be companies that require people that love what they do in order for it to grow and you need people to love what they do so i respect that i, I think mm-hmm. that's great that your mom is committed at her age after you guys are all old now you know, I just think that purpose changes as you get older. You guys agree? That I think I guess what I, I, the point I'm going into is is I don't know if she knows what her purpose in life is anymore beyond raising her kids and working. Right. Well, it'd be great to put her on a podcast. And but you know what's weird, though? And this is totally, I don't know if this is going to turn the conversation a whole different way. But when women don't or when men don't have a purpose, they're like impossible to, you know, communicate. Yeah, yeah, they just, they, they they, they're, they're, yeah, they're done. They're gone. But when women are, you know, kind of functioning for their families and they're, they don't have, a, I, we can still function. <laughs> like we're still go, we're still moving step to step. We're still, you know, I don't know what it is. And I think maybe that's also why they're successful in this business because even when it's a slow month or whenever it's a, it's not something that goes, I got to quit this. I got it. That's it. I'm done here. It's just, we just got to keep moving and then eventually we'll get back to when we're on the high again. Whereas men are easy to be like, okay, I guess it's I'm not working. Bye. Yeah. 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 Even, even, well, that's, that's like even in that's the information that we here. gather. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We gather it's the okay. information that we... I, let them vent. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe, maybe I'm just, I don't know. Are you saying it's a lack of resiliency in men when things don't go as they expect it to go? Nobody wants to be second best. No, it's, I, <laughs> I think uh, your, your question, right? Again, to refer to your question, it's why are women more successful in yeah. this? And it's just, we just keep chugging along. Like we're just, even if our personal development is kind of stifled because of everything that's going on around us, that doesn't mean we have to give up on being a mom. That doesn't mean we get to give up on our house. You know, it's just a slump at that point. It's really the why too, you know, our, our why really defines how much personal development are we going to implement? Are we going to test ourselves? Yeah. You know, how many men went into this business and then they were like, okay, this is completely different. This is not as a, as a, and then leave. (laughs) Yeah. As a man, I just feel that obviously it's going to be different in terms of how they, they read into things, especially a guy that's come to like overcome or to, you know, for me, it was always like, I wanted to provide, I wanted to be kind of like a hero for my family. Like a, like, I guess there was a book with uh, Jim Gray, Jim Gray, where he said, men have this little picture of themselves being like a knight in shining armor, protecting their wives, protecting their family. I think I kind of see that in a man. And I feel that way where I think that's my responsibility. That means if someone were to go into my house, I don't say, Hey babe, go get him. (laughs) Okay. And that's the difference. Right. You want to be a hero, but we want to be home base and we we want things consistent. That way, if things are chaotic for you out there, at least you guys have something to go home to that's yes. stable, consistent. Sure. Relaxing. If I'm married to Ronda Rousey, though, <laughs> yeah, I'd say, I go, babe, go get her. Go get that guy. Oh, you know, shoot. she's like, you know, she'll knock him out. Right. I mean, so yeah. it's just the, the way I see it. If, if I'm going to be married to a, a feminine, then I want to be the one that's protecting. It's right. a natural instinct of right. myself. In business, I want to provide. But what's happening, what I'm just trying to, you know, kind of relate to this is that women seem to be leading in our company as of right now over the last five years just in overall volume they've been the most consistent all the time it's like it never changes i could always count on certain numbers from certain people and men they almost are getting more emotional these days it's do you think uh, it has mm-hmm. something to do with the pandemic 
Maybe. I mean, obviously, that's yeah, within the last five years. Men people... hate being useless. You know what I mean? Totally. I, so I, you're totally useless in the pandemic. But women, like, we're uh, just creative. Yeah, you're useless. Just... You hear that? You so. are useless. Jerry. No, no. That's what she just said to me. <laughs> but it's not, uh, it's, not something they're, it's not something that they are that can they, they can easily sit within themselves when they're not doing anything. Right, right. Women are like, oh, okay, I get to watch many shows. <laughs> Do you guys feel in a, in a leadership position, men and women are dramatically different as well, or are they pretty much the same in leadership? Yeah. Um, different, oh, yeah. You, sure. you think they're the same? No, I think they're dramatically different. Like what? Well, in my experience uh, back in the corporate world, uh, I've had male leaders and I had female leaders, and just their leadership styles are very different. different. I think mm, yeah. a woman's willing to, they want to talk about it, and then I think the guy is a little bit more aggressive in their leadership approach. Oh, I've had male bosses be like, I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've had, oh, okay. I was in a position where I did marketing and events and I came in as one of the only female managers to mm-hmm. run one of the 10 venues. And I had four other male partners with me who were, we were equal in mm-hmm. ranking. Right. When I came in, they're like, who, who are you? Right, right. Who, you know, and it was for me that the wanting to talk was, what's what's your struggles because you can think you're great all the time and you're blindsided by your weaknesses so i'm gonna highlight your weaknesses so maybe that's the problem you know? women are better listeners then yeah that you'd was, say that yeah and you'd then say that my Israel? yeah my feedback from the men was just like let's just keep it moving Ooh, let's something. keep it pushing kind of push it under the rug but then the results is you keep doing the same mistakes over and over and over because it's not being addressed right Another- and so Another, another thing would be women's intuition. You know oh, when no. somebody is. We're into something. <laughs> you know. No, but you know, like you. You'll know never win. We'll never win this one. No. No, yeah. but I mean, you can talk to somebody for like five minutes and know if they're really interested or not. It's, it's body just, language, yeah. everything. It's an intuition thing. It's like, am I wasting my time on this conversation, or are you really digesting all of this this info? You mean in leadership, right? You're talking leadership. If someone's listening to you in leadership, I didn't and, mean and, it in like dating. Okay, no, I'm, I don't mean it. In, <laughs> no, I don't mean it in dating. Like I can tell this guy it's doesn't like you. Okay, it's coming no, into even a in, in work. Like if I'm interviewing somebody when I worked in HR, I knew immediately in the like first three minutes if this person was going to be like a good employee or not. And I was almost intuition, always. huh? Mm-hmm. And because even if you're great on paper, sometimes just meeting you in person, talking to you, you can see where your head's at. And I think that like men are a little bit more. Um, they want everybody to be beasts. They want like I can I can get the beast out of you. I can really blah blah blah. You know. But women are like, okay, I'm gonna spend an hour with you here. But are you serious on this? job are you serious on this policy are you really going to commit to this or are you going to get lost in a month after i've spent all this time in you you Hmm. know you know that connection gotcha okay so you're saying moving more detailed in interviews and reading people better than men i don't know i i i feel i read people pretty well uh what do you think yeah but yes (laughs) i don't i don't want to say intuition i'm just saying I don't want to say the male intuition is not as strong. I'm just going to say I do read into people well. And not only that, you could be in an interview with someone who's just completely nervous and shaky, but is amazing. Yeah. Right. right. So you how know, do you, how do you, really not everyone can interview well. mm-hmm. yeah. How do you know just because he's, he's shaky, he's not really, you know, not sure of himself in an interview that he's not amazing. It's just that he's just not great. Well, let's say for in a like, situation like well, that. let's say for like our industry, life insurance, mm-hmm. I think it's easier to talk to a woman about life hmm death because they see the woman as well these are the things that that makes a home i could definitely 
Respect right? Yeah. yeah. Completely and so respect. when a man comes in, if a, a male, a, if a male client comes in, hey, like, what's your monthly, right? Yeah. The wife is just there to be like, yeah, actually, this is exactly what we need to make our home complete. <laughs> that's Babe, truth. you got the money? Where's the wallet? Yeah. Let's pay. <laughs> yeah. And it's no, easier that's, that's for us valid. to kind of like... For sure. No, Get that's to our target valid. right away. As for me, yeah, like, case closed. Oh, we already talk? know it. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I just want to say, uh, at the end of this, I believe that uh, women and men are just completely different animals in terms of how they operate, depending on who they are. Do you, would you guys agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I think men... It's complimentary. And I think men are more likely to react on... I'm skeptical. Just say it, man. Men are more, more likely to react logically, and women are more likely to really react emotionally so well, to I Ezra's point, i'm not yeah. insulted by that at all well yeah. I, it's ezra's point like a man will come in and be like okay so what's the monthly boom okay you either do it or we don't but as the mother of the family would say what are the reasons why we need to do this regardless of what the cost is exactly like what's the willingness to actually succeed i mean i, I just i guess on a uh, we could close out soon you guys I, I just say this if a woman gets yelled at by her manager would she get more hurt emotionally and if a guy yelled at a guy, he'd just say, hey, my number sucked. I, 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 yeah. I knew that was coming. I think so. You, you, or do you guys feel the same way? Do you feel like if a guy yells at you and says, what the heck is going on? You were supposed to do this and you didn't do it. Gosh darn it. I actually had, you know, what's pl- going on? I had plenty of those. I was working under the owner, like underneath. And, and you could, no problem with When that. I didn't hit my target goals for the marketing department, it was like, what's happening? But, right. you, but that's, that's a challenge. That's a personal development. If that was in my household or anywhere else that I didn't allow myself to challenge myself in, sure, I would have a problem, but this is work. This is something that you said you're willing to do. You're going to face the odds, right? Right, You're going to take this as a challenge. So if a man reacts that way, to me, it's like, well, maybe you're just communicating that way because it is frustrating. If I I put myself in positions where if I were in your shoes and I was expecting this from someone who would say A, B, and C, and it wasn't implemented... I would be mad. Mm. I would be upset. And how it's taken, well, that's up to how close mm-hmm. of a relationship and how the combination totally. between a male and female and how you guys mm. work together right. is. So, I, you agree? Yeah, I think, um, I, I think, <laughs> you know, I think you're right there. It depends on the person, how they're receiving the message. But coming from a, a, a tough sales world, um, I've seen men get yelled at for not making their sales goal. And right. they just knew it was their responsibility to do it, but they didn't do it. So they're getting yelled at for a reason. Um, but then I've also seen women respond very differently. Right. But both ways, I've seen women respond well because they understand. Well, maybe it depends, depends on the woman. Maybe it right. depends on the woman. I know in the military, <laughs> right. they're going to get yelled at all day long. Like yeah. If you're in boot camp, you're going to get you're gonna get yelled at, right? From what I was told. Right? Do you, yeah. you guys agree? Or? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? I really appreciate, you know, this is a pretty long podcast, so I just wanted to kind of end it there. I think we could probably continue this at another day and have a part two and maybe add a couple more people into the uh, yeah, into the room. But I want to thank you guys for your opinion. Hopefully that was entertaining or at least informative. But I look forward to seeing you guys again. No male egos. You guys, you guys want to say bye? <laughs> you guys want to say bye to the, uh, to the groups? Every, say bye, hello. Say bye, bye everybody. to the listeners. Everybody. Check us out. Check us out. Let's go. See you soon, you guys. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, show your support by subscribing or leaving a rating and a review. Until next time, this is the Decisive Point Podcast with your host, Jeffrey Delgado.